And then like an overcooked taco on the other side. It's disgusting. Gigantic mistake on the front, like nut-free on a walnut and cranberry crumble. If you examine the wheat bix as a thing, it's made for you to survive. You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lorne where we chat all things food and business. It feels so foreign. It's been so long. All right. Welcome to Pepper and Me around the dinner table. My name is Lorne and this is Cherie and I don't have anything funny for you today. Standard. (laughs) You really peaked two weeks in on that one. I really did actually. I Stitched yourself up. Set the bar way too high. You really did. Yeah. And now... You've got nothing. Got nothing. As per. Well, I mean, it's been a it's been a fairly um, full on few weeks to be fair. It's not been that full on. Mm. It's just it's just you're just overwhelmed because you've been sick, I think. And when you're sick, everything feels like fifty yeah. times harder. And we've, we've got a newborn baby, so like you yeah. add in like newborn life into yeah. feeling sick. Twelve weeks though. Me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you've been riding that one for a while. You, yeah, no, yeah, I can still, probably, nah. Uh, you probably nah, move on from that now. Nah, yeah. Still a baby. Yeah. Still not sleeping through the night. <laughs> so. Pretty sure Kit was at preschool by three months old. Yeah, she wasn't far off, <laughs> eh? Yeah, I was, st- I was like, yep, that's Out me. Window, I've, yep. Got to, I've got things to do now. <sighs> oh, here you go. <laughs> Does that explain some things? Or like... <laughs> oh, I don't know. He, he's, no, he's, good. he's good. He's resilient. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, but no, we genuinely have had a lot go. Well, we've been lots of stuff around here has been changing, which has caused a little bit of chaos. Um, but we're we're getting to the end of it, and I reckon. We have had of... lots of changes, and then we've also had lots of COVID as well. So we've been oh, probably yeah. four people down every day. Yeah, which has been a lot. And then we've had shows. And shows, which so every time we do a show, we lose three or four of our staff. For like a. Thursday, Friday, and a Monday normal. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty hectic. But, yeah, lots to talk about anyway. All right. So we'll go, I reckon we'll go back a couple of weeks. Well, yeah. I will, and I'll, and then we'll... Do yeah. it. So I've got Wellington food on my plate to catch up on. And I, don't, I won't go on about it too much. I'll just do, like, a brief summary. But the standout for me was Fred's Sandoz, oh, the sandwich yes. shop. Right. Honestly, like... Top notch, out the gate. Out the gate. Wow. I saw them put up a sandwich yesterday on Instagram. Caramelised Brussels sprouts with miso caramel, Ooh. mayo, parmesan and chilli oil. Yeah. On like a soft buttered roll. That'd be me. I'm like, you've just made a Brussels sprout look like the most gangster thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They are on point. Yeah. I had a, I had a roast beef sandwich with caramelised onions, mayo, like soft buttered roll. Just, oh, everything down to the roll being like warm and toasty, but not toasted. Just like, a little just bit that, toasty. Just yeah. that sweet spot yep. you know garlic bread when you when they overcook it yep. and it instantly it's just it's, it's, it's like too much it's not, like, no god it's, it's no so good yeah it's the same garlic bread just had three minutes too long in the oven garlic anyway. bread like needs to like have the tiniest amount of crunch yeah tiniest amount and then a soft fluffy interior yep. yeah anyway they absolutely nailed it fred sandoz it wasn't expensive like oh i can't remember but like you know it's not a fine dining place you go and get your lunch it was great uh, we went, to, oh, I went to August Eatery by myself and best Turkish eggs I've ever had. And then the French toast had a macadamia crumble crust, quint, poached quince and an orange curd and a big thing of lab, like the real thick yogurt, labneh. Labneh. Insane. And yes, I got two dishes and I told her, she's, 
She's like, this is reasonable. I said, is this reasonable? And she's like, yeah, it's definitely a reasonable thing to do. So I had two breakfasts. Um, and we went to Ortega Fish Shack. That's like an, a Wellington institution. Have you heard of them? No. It was good. It was good, but it it's wasn't. Like a fish and chip shop. Or nah, it's like a, f- it's not even really that seafood focused. We got, oh, no, it is seafood focused. We got, a, I got a steak though. Is yep. you have to the steak. Right. It's probably like steak, fr- like just literally steak, shoestring fries and Cafe de Paris butter but on top. It was just me. really good. Yeah. It had oysters were amazing. Sashimi was amazing. Everything was real good. Cool place to go. Um, but my favorite is Ombra. That is my favourite restaurant in Wellington. We didn't get to Kisa, and every, they, it's got the same owner, and I would have literally had 200 messages saying, go to Kisa across the road. Yeah. It's just the best. But we couldn't get a booking, otherwise I would have gone there. So Ombra Stands is my favourite. That would be my biggest recommendation. So you like went to Wellington to go to the food show just to eat all the food, right? 100%. Yeah. That's why I do anything yeah. in my life. How, how many hours did you work at the Wellington food show? I actually did quite a lot of work. Yeah. You can ask the girls. I actually did a lot more work than I've done at a show in the last few years. Okay. Because right. it was so busy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. I actually did a solid, solid two days. Um, yep. And we sold heaps and it was the great. It was our first time having a presence in Wellington. And they pretty much, they sold out of everything they took, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> They, we did, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting being there and noting how different the crowds are. Yes. And what they want from yeah. you as a supplier. And it's... Especially if they know the name or have tried Pepperoni stuff before versus brand new customer. Yeah, but then also just the demographic. Right. Like, field days, you've got the farmers. Yes. And uh, predominantly farmers. Yeah. Whereas we always, so we always do a chicken, we do the Malaysian chicken curry right. to sample because we make it with chicken thigh and we leave it in the slow cooker and... It's just a really good flavour. And then we give them, we were like, right, go on to Bombay, there's your recipe card. You, yeah, and it's, it's an instant sell. Usually it's yeah. an instant sell. Field days, no one has chicken. No one cares. Well, they don't have chicken. Right. They want beef. They've all got, all got all... home cool in the freezer. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I did, it actually did cross my mind that, but I was like, nah, because they'll still be able to think oh, I can use that for a beef curry. Yeah. That's a really nice flavour. Or Nah, didn't sell. So we sold out of the Gone to Bombay first day at the Wellington show. Yeah. And they didn't even they had Hardly it, yeah, from the field days. So, and then Wellington, everyone had everyone who came up, like, oh, just this huge amount of people, oh, I've seen you on TikTok, yep. haven't tried it before, yep. which is quite new for me because it's usually been always like, oh, I'll follow you on Instagram. Yep. And it's been this massive shift to everyone, I've seen you on TikTok, yep. Yep. which is so interesting. And the girls tell me, but to hear it myself over and over and over yep. and over again is quite powerful I guess well, I guess it just shows that uh, the, the, hey it, your snapchat at the start I know, you know? that's and, true and, and then the, we... the sort of culture shift to Instagram was quite a big one yeah making the jump and being like oh I'm getting off snapchat yeah TikTok I know but then interestingly we have recently seen a huge spike in Instagram posts haven't we no, Facebook. Facebook posts. Our Facebook posts. Get way more engagement have than been getting. Before, we went through a phase so of odd. getting heaps of engagement. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's also a demographic thing where like, the Facebook demographic's a little bit older, a little bit more inclined to stop and read and comment. True. Whereas Instagram, where you're literally just scrolling. And then TikTok is just views. Like, you and TikTok is just views. You don't even going to like it, even yeah, if you like love it. You're views, like, not. Views, views. You're, yeah. like, you're so precious about your double tap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, really interesting, but I have been trying to... TikTok's very fickle. If anyone's listening and you enjoy the TikToks, please like them. Or, yeah. get, or comment. It's really... It's actually really important, because otherwise... It's so wild. It's like 10,000 views, 200 views. Yeah. 10,000 views, 
300 views. Well, like so 100,000 views. Yeah. 100 views. Yeah. And the ones that I really need to, or you know, you want to go off. Just don't. Just sometimes don't. So or the ones we put heaps of effort into sometimes don't. But then they're also interesting in TikTok in which maybe the algorithm also pulls back real old posts and shows them to people sometimes. I think it does, yeah. Because I'll notice that there's like a real old post. So currently it's a bacon egg pie. Everyone's like, that's a quiche. Oh, right. Because I do scrambled egg and whole egg. That's a quiche. There's 100 people going, that's a quiche. And I'm like, oh, God. It's actually not a quiche. There's whole eggs in there as well. And that's the best way to make a bacon egg pie, in my opinion. Because it's a little dry, bacon. hard, rubbery eagle bacon foot. Bacon egg quiche. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but then, it, yeah, that's like from three weeks ago. Yeah. And that's all just now. So I don't know why. Anyway, Who tangent. Knows? TikTok. Actually, I've got a funny story about TikTok. Okay. Tangent that I got on. Oh, uh, you, you went down a rabbit hole? Yeah, I did. I um, I follow, I maybe follow this page where it came up on the For You page. And it's interesting conversations with people. And they ask the people questions that most people wouldn't usually okay. ask. Okay. So there's different series. So there was a series of people who'd been in prison uh-huh. and they asked them questions. Right. There was a series of people over a hundred oh. and they asked them questions like, do you still have sex? Right. Like, right. Um, do you want to be alive? Yep. Like, how long do you want to live for? Or like, like quite deep questions yep. that most people wouldn't ask. So it's really interesting. Yep. Um, and then there's like transsexual people. There's, there was down syndrome people. There was, I've totally seen that. Yeah. 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 And once you start and I'm like, this is so fascinating. eh? Yeah. And they had one, um, on intersex people. Okay. And I'd never heard of an intersex person. Okay. Yeah. So I like watched it and they, they said, we say, what is intersex? Are you a hermaphrodite? And hermaphrodite is when you have both parts. Intersex is when you don't really, it's like a scale because there's a whole, like, they could have yep. part part or, like, it's 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 pretty much in, bet- in between. Yep. So they could have, like, a tiny penis that looks like a giant clit. Right. <laughs> or something. Right. And then and then there's, like, cat- so when they're born, they get categorized as either a woman or a man. But. Depending, I think, yeah. And then they often change over or anything. But fascinating. That's a whole go down. So I went and watched the whole series and now. Uh, I'm an expert on intersex people okay. and m- most of my For You page is intersex <sighs> and how they found out they were intersex yeah. and like, yeah, God, isn't it fascinating that TikTok can like open your eyes to that? Absolutely. It's quite good, eh? But it's, I guess that's how the algorithm works, right? Like it, people start watching it because other people find it interesting and it just sort of amplifies it and amplifies it and then all of a sudden it's showing up on everyone else's For You page. Mm. So yeah, very, very interesting. But tic- TikTok's definitely opened my eyes. I like made a lot of things like really a lot more day to day than any other platform ever could. When when I first started watching TikTok, it was way more like the memes and then like the live streams of like people packing orders. And oh, all you love the? Is it that crystals you were watching? Someone oh, pack like, crystals. Yeah, yeah, the crystals, <laughs> and then. Like, I've literally watched, like, people packing orders in Thailand and genuinely gone out and bought equipment to, like, replicate what they do because I'm like, they just do it so fast and efficient. Mm. And You love a packing But now video. it's, like, now for, like, the last, what, five days, it's literally been me watching TikTok live streams of, like, experts talking about submarines because, of yes. course, this whole submersible yeah. submarine yeah. scenario going on at the moment, which is very sad, but... Now I'm an expert in submarines yeah. and follow every TikTok mm. submarine expert as well. So it so shows you how it can just like 
deviate your brain so quickly. Do you like? Do you ever watch the news? No. No, neither. No. Because people's like, why don't we? Why don't we ever? Because she as she was questioning, because we don't have screens during the week, and yes. she's like, Mum, that's not normal. Like I've talked to any of the other kids at school, they don't. They're allowed to. Watch like their the mum and dads watch the news. Um, and I'm like, well, that's very different from what you watching YouTube yeah. or Disney or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, well, they watch MasterChef. I want to watch MasterChef. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. They don't even know what that sort of TV is because I don't. I don't watch TV yeah. in the evenings. I watch TikTok. Yeah. So I watch TikTok. So yeah. I'm like, well, you're not watching that. Yeah. Um. So we try to put MasterChef on. And I was like, it's not on. She's like, no, 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 it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 that's not how normal, that's not TV, how normal works. TV works. You can't skip the ads. <laughs> you can't just. Put it on. Absolutely foreign concept yep. to them. Yep. So I guess the news coming through on TikTok platforms is quite good. It's not really relevant for New Zealand, though, because all of the sort of bigger... Mm. I, I don't think so anyway. True. It's mostly international stuff. Yeah, you're not getting information about New Zealand politics or no. anything. Mm, interesting. All right, that was a tangent. Anyway, that was a tangent. I've been eating. Um, the last thing that we cooked that was delicious was braised uh, beef short rib and pumpkin paprika maple puree. It's an Al Brown recipe. Oh, did you make it? Yep. Yum. It was so good. I love Al Brown. Uh, it was. Uh, and we didn't even realise it was an Al Brown recipe until after I cooked it and I went back to the website and I'm like, oh, hey, Where was you know, the website? It was just on Pinterest. Ah. Hayley just like sent me a screenshot off Pinterest and then I went to Google it to like see something. Because yeah. the, the recipe was real odd. It was like cook the whole thing and then take it out and cool it down and then cut it up. And I'm like, I'm not cooling it down after I've just cooked it for six hours when I want to eat it. But I realised it was like obviously more of a restauranty kind of thing. If you were making mm, it and prepping it for you, a restaurant, you cut you it and cut then it, cool it you and reheat it your portions. Yep. Yeah, that makes a lot of yep. sense. Yeah. And um, you get a nice cut on it as yes, well. Yes, and it yeah. would be cleaner and all yep. that sort of stuff. Um, but it was so good. And I'd never um, cooked beef short rib like that. And I've only just got into it because of the barbecuing sort of stuff. So we had like these little off cut sort of thinner parts that uh, I was like, I could do this in a sort of a braised thing. And it was delicious. Yum. So good. Yum. That's my on a plate. Yeah. Well, that sounds not, great. That sounds really good. That's have you a cooked lot of... anything like that? Um, I have. Do you know when you cook something and then you get sick and you like never cook it again? Uh, I've got uh-huh. beef short rib and mac and cheese. I don't really eat mac and cheese. Really? Anymore. Yeah. I haven't and beef short rib. And beef short rib. And they were in the same meal. So Why? I ate them. I did like, spent like all day cooking one day. Yeah. American barbecue, did beef short rib, yeah. mac and cheese, da, 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 and then we all got like horrific food. Like not food poisoning. It was a bug. Yeah. Yeah. And... Ever since then, I've just found like the fattiness of it. It is so fatty. Quite overwhelming. Yeah. And I think that's why. The braised I've was. I've been a bit better lately. I've been trying it again, but it was definitely one of those things I'd steer away from. So good, though. I do. Well, I love watching the slow cook videos and the beautiful red wine yep. sauce and yum jus and like. Jus yeah. was so good. I actually oh did. I do some in my new sous vide thing. Possibly did actually. Yes, you did. Yeah, I think I did. Yep. And my bag kept bursting and yep. like, yeah, we did eat we did eat them. Well, they might did have you make that through the pasta or a ragu or something? Maybe. No, I think I did a short rib, but I um Who knows? I had a bit of a muck around muck around with the sous vide machine because I packed it all up from here and went home with my cuts of meat, but I'd like forgotten and then left I'd the forgotten sous-vide one of the machine. bits. I think I left the sous vide machine and I but I'd gone and like got all my meat ready. So I think I ended up chucking the short rib just into a slow, a slow cooker or the crock pot or something like that. Yeah, there was a muck around. And then everyone, I went, I went and then I put the lamb, no, it was the lamb. I'd done the lamb, got the lamb ready, put the lamb in the oven. And then I'd gone to the pub and I just left my oven on. Do you ever do that? 
No. Oh, I do. I just said it on like one twenty. Went to the pub anyway. Accidentally got hammered. It was karaoke night. <laughs> and then Next like morning, me Campbell. It was a few of us. Went back to my house and Campbell's like, "Are you cooking a roast?" <laughs> it was like ten thirty at night, and I completely forgot. Oh I was like, "Oh my gosh, I am cooking a roast," and he's like. Talk to me about the thought process here. <laughs> and I was like, it had been, I'd got it ready three or four days ago. It needed to be cooked. Bang in the oven. Anyway. Yeah. So I ended up having like short rib and lamb and then we must have just eaten it in a bit of a, it wasn't like a proper sit down, yeah. make a fuss of yeah. it. It was yeah. like, well, a, I've cooked this. They need, to, yeah, they need to eat it. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty funny anyway. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have more show food stuff or are we going to like trends or? Oh, I just wanted to, I can't remember if I'd mentioned Daz's cooked uh, TikTok about the pies. He makes pies. I don't think we've mentioned it. Yeah, because he wants here. to come on the podcast, and I'd he love to get him on the podcast. Needs um, to. But he's just uh, every video of his I watch. Amazing. Um, amazing pies and just real good vibe. It's great the format. Very hey. very kiwi and um, his business partner is Michelle, and she's Mint Cakery. Right. And they're both just really nailing yep. life at the moment. So yep. I'm really enjoying watching them. Um, so as a bit of a follow, but I really would like. Need to get, get them on down the on the podcast. I've got a few things to cancel. Oh, you got anything to cancel? I don't have anything to cancel, but it'll be interesting to hear because the um, trend that I've seen going around all over the place is the Big Mac taco smash burgery taco. Yes, yeah, so of that's things. what I've written down to cancel. Is that what you've written well, down? Because yep. we talked about it being a trend a few weeks ago. You might not have been here. I don't think I was here because you made them. I made you? them. Yeah, and it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> And I'm actually... But everyone's loving them. I know, and it's taken off. Yeah. And I didn't think it would because you Like, had a little blip and now it's even going again. left with almost raw, soggy beef on one side of your taco. Yeah. And then, like, an overcooked taco on the other side. It's disgusting. It's actually pissing yeah, me off. I knew you would have an opinion it's on this. It's really <laughs> upsetting me. I'm like, cool, have your food tree. And everyone's like, oh, cool, I'll make it once. I'm not going to make it again. Yeah. People are selling them in restaurants. People are, like, oh. absolutely frothing over them. Because, like, I guess so you I could do it if you again. actually cooked it properly. Like, if you smashed and then flipped it and then did the thing and like yeah, kind what's of what's the point yeah no, 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 don't know I have seen people use a burger uh, a smash burger press and pressed it right down to get that real real thin, crispy thin yep and that maybe is better but um it just doesn't need to be a thing it's just make a normal it's, it doesn't it's good. so annoying good it's annoying okay yeah nice I'll just stop doing it okay oh actually can you just people maybe people can just be honest and be like, mm. this was average. On the other side of the beef, it was all grey and like not soggy. Yet, yeah. And then the, all the dripping from the beef <laughs> went into the wrap and actually made that soggy too. And then the other side's pretty much burnt because I try to make sure that the, my mince is cooked through. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Um, <clears throat> I have just noted down that uh, wheat wheat bix. Oh, Kit was eating wheat bix the other day, and uh -huh. Kit's like such a non-foodie that he just loves a wheat bix. And I just think it's the epitome of eating to survive rather than eating because you love it. <laughs> Isn't it? A wheat bix? I feel, I feel personally right attacked. <laughs> you do. You eat a wheat bix, eh? Every you morning. Would. You would. I would. Yeah. yeah, yeah I literally since, <laughs> since I can remember. I know. Since I can remember. But who, like, if you examine the wheat bix as a thing. Yeah. It's made for you to survive. It's not. It's got no flavour whatsoever, at all. Yep. It doesn't know. No, yeah. It's not, it's not. What great. do you put on it? Nothing. <gasps> Nothing. Yep. 
Cold milk. I reckon you can have two categories of people in this world: people who eat wheat bix and people who don't. And that will show. That would say it's so like Pepper would never eat a wheat. <laughs> Pepper is currently demanding. She's like, no, I don't want toast. I need you to go and get me a ciabatta bun. She really likes. Yeah, and she toast. only eats lure pack butter. <laughs> Whereas Don't cat, give me margarine. Like a plain porridge or a plain wheat bix. We'll eat plain spaghetti noodles. Yeah, and I'm like just looking at him, and he's just like mowing it down with such gusto, yeah, like that he, he he would never eat a spag bowl like that. Yeah. Like he would never eat anything else like that. And I'm like, oh, this is just That's so, so funny. interesting. And food was made for us to survive. It's not like necessarily the worst thing in the world. It's just for me, I just um, like my entire life is food. My entire life is everything I do revolves around love of food, basically. It's all I think about. And because it's not that I like don't like if I was do doing like a food. like a making a mean like eggs benny and a hollandaise and stuff like that, I'd have that for breakfast. But if it like if I'm getting up and I'm out the door, it's like literally takes me fifteen seconds to eat a bowl of wheat bix. Yeah. And if I don't have that by like ten o'clock, I'm feeling starving and absolutely no energy and gross. It's right. literally become like almost a reflex. So I kind of, I don't know, I, I just don't eat in the morning yeah. if I don't have time, unless... I don't know how people do that, eh? I, don't, well, I, I quite, do not get the I, um, fasting kind of concept. No, I definitely thrive off it, and yeah. I when I have too much lunch here, I try not to have lunch here all the time because I actually just crash, because I probably yeah. eat too heavy a meal, yep. whereas I love eating like a heavy meal at yep. any time after three or four. Yep. Yep. Love it. Yep. So I guess everyone's body works in different ways, but... Like a cup of coffee, black coffee will like easily go me through to my day. Yeah. But no. but if I'm out, like I took it out before a school visit this morning, and it was eight o'clock. I wasn't hungry, but yeah. I'm God, like I'm like, yeah, oh, these guys do a mean Benny. I'm yeah. gonna have a Benny. Yeah. Shit, yeah, because it's gonna like make me yeah. happy, and you totally. sit there and enjoy every second of it. Yeah, I guess. But it's because it's the like the eating the food thing. It's yeah. not like the, my stomach. It's not needs a, my food. stomach yeah, needs. Yeah, I don't eat, and everyone's like, oh, like I'm so full, and I was like, I'll just keep eating. <laughs> You're so like, full? Your first stomach or your second stomach? And people are getting these like weight loss injections. Everyone's getting what? these injections. Oh, like it's this called cool Ozempic. It's this new weight loss drug. All my okay. friends are talking about it. And it just makes you feel full. Right. And Why I've got pills the same that do the same thing. It's like an it's appetite suppressant. Yep. yep. And for me, I just still eat anyway, even though I'm not hungry. <laughs> not working for me. Mm, I have no appetite, but that looks good. No, I do. I'm like, oh, this might help just like maybe just slow my eating down a bit. And no. I'll literally eat because I want to eat because yep. I like eating. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is real interesting. So I'll probably never, ever lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. That's my problem. If anyone's got a solution to that. Should you, like, this is that volume eating. Like you can eat a lot of food if it's real low calorie. That comes up on my TikTok uh, too. Right. Like, um, how you can have like a bowl, say 250 grams of Greek yogurt, and then like six cups of jelly through oh, it, and and, and then like no calories and, and a, some height. cup of frozen berries or whatever, and you've actually got like eight cups of dessert yeah, yeah. for 250 calories, which is, could be the same as two spoons like of something else. And he's like, like, you can still eat heaps. It's just it's low calories, so high volume volume eating. I think they call it anyway. I don't want to eat that either, so. But is that like high fat? Like you have to be, there has to be something. Well, it's protein. It's high protein. protein. The pro, the like the yeah, yogurt's so like entirely protein. Like yeah. zero percent fat, high protein yogurt. Yeah. 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 And then the berries for sweetness. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. 
Yeah. Interesting. What were we talking about? Weetbix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel Weetbix. <laughs> Food trend. So yours is the Big Mac tacos that we're cancelling. Well, you, you can you can cancel that. I'm also wondering, have you seen um, have you seen Broke Boy Taco on TikTok? Oh, yes. So I reckon we need to go to Auckland yes. and just try that as well. I was actually going to say this to you. That's actually genius. Yep. So he clever. He is actually genius. And he's got the Insta hype, which some people get there and it's not. But Buria Tacos and Ramen... Yep. Are a match made in heaven. Yes. When you think about it, yes. it's a perfect match. And, and in terms of um, like restaurant prepping and all of that sort of stuff, easy. Easy. Make like yeah. one mean like stock beef. Yeah, stock for your pulled beef. And you've like, oh. yeah, it's so smart. It's so smart. He will absolutely kill it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to go. And that last pop up he did, there was people lined up down the road for hours, and then he sold out, and they were all waiting in the line. Oh, so he just does, does pop up. So there's no shop yet. He goes Correct. between he, he like B. borrows like restaurants or something. Yeah. I think I saw as well. Yeah, he did. He's been one at a Ponsonby Social Club, but then he, he must have done one out down south somewhere, and that was the one that like went just Chaos. insane. Yeah. Um, but no, no other no other trends or anything. Um, have you seen everyone doing the ramen? Korean? There's a, I don't know if it's Korean actually. It's this ramen um, packet. And there's different brands. There's all the different brands yes. around. And there's a pink one, and it's like cabanara flavor. And people have been making it with cream. No. And like bacon in the ramen. No. And then they put like a runny egg and some furikake on top. It's quite an interesting no. fusion because at first I was like, oh, that looks gross. But it's I love that about cultures, eh? Because there are some things like ramen's obviously very similar to pasta. Well, and it's just yeah, it's yeah. just like this big fusion vibe so it's like a chili creamy chili noodle could we do that with like hot potato and sesh oil yeah definitely definitely and, i just and poke me and poke me on top of yeah of like an egg that'd be like pasta. i would probably love that yeah that sounds delicious. It, it doesn't look i'm not you know i'm not mad are on mad are you in two, yeah you're not like when was the last time you had two minute noodles or any kind oh, of ramen noodles nah never nah, nah not for 10 years but it's just not something I'll go out, you know, like when you go to Blueberries Inn. Oh, and there used to be, do you remember that ramen place behind it? Yeah. In Auckland Central, they used to have, like, the best ramen noodles you'd ever try in your life. Um, but I always used to get the pork belly bao buns. Yep. Like, I love the pork instead belly bao buns. Instead of the ramen. Yeah. Yep. 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 Just noodles and rice, I'm probably not, like, mad. Or, like, I like them, but it's just, you know, I'd go a bread situation over a noodle, noodle or rice situation. Yeah. But you love pasta. I love pasta. But not a... Over... Yeah, I do love pasta. Okay. And lemon. Lemon. Um, Did you get stuck down the rabbit hole on lemon talk? Yeah. Have I talked about this? Or I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, did, I, I, mean, I may have mentioned it last week. I'm still on it. I'm still on the lemon talk. They make these little, like, white cookies and then you coat them in some sort of powdery, like, cornstarch corn or icing That's sugar. Good. Cornstarch and nice. And yeah, cookie. and then you push your thumb in the middle and then put lemon curd in it and it's like a crackle cookie with a lemon oh. curd center. Yeah, they look real cool. That'd be yum. Yeah, I'm just on lemon talk and then, yeah, I'm just enjoying it. But that's just watching. You don't do baking. I, I tried to do what that lemon tiramisu and it, meh, I don't know. It was all right. It, it had tasted the, okay. It had the bones of, it just looked like a trifle, yeah. which is not a vibe.
Yeah. Well, I do like trifle survive when it has its place in time. We made, um, with that braised beef short rib, we made, um, tiramisu reminded me of it. What's the, what's the one with the sugar on top that you blowtorch? Brule- brulee. brulee. Yeah, creme made, brulee. We made um, espresso oh. creme brulee. Oh, yum. And that was so yum. And Hayley made it, so credit to her, but she said it was super easy. Brulee like, is super, super um, easy. Not hard. It's just the cooking if you just got to get the oven temperature yeah. right. Yeah. That, yeah, to make it's actually quite easy. Did so, you guys have mates for dinner or something? No. Nah. Like, this is we, not we, this is not like you. We had a date night. <laughs> what did you at uh, home? At home, because it, it was Saturday. We were all feeling like crap, um, and we weren't going to get out of the house because we we're like we're just stuck at home. What should we do? And then Haley was just like, let's just like cook heaps of yum food. So that's what we did. So we Perfect. had a date night. That's nice. Managed that's to good. get both the kids asleep at like six o'clock or something ridiculous, and ate lots of yum food. Actually, no, it was we didn't eat till eight o'clock. So yeah. Funny. Heart Eyes has done, gone vegan for a month. Oh. And he's not drinking. Oh. Yeah, he's doing this like big oh. cleanse. Oh. And it's only day five. So is that the end of your relationship? Well, I'm trying to be supportive, but then also I'm like, <laughs> I'm not eating that. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I might just like give McDonald's on my way. <laughs> nah, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. It just really shows you like... When your hobbies all centre around food or drink, yep. when you cut both out at the same time, there's like nothing left to do. If it was summer, we'd be down the beach and walking, yep. and like I go to the mountain. Like I, I in summer, I could absolutely do. Lots like I often do no drinking. Food, I yeah. often do no drinking, and I am am one hundred percent fine with it. Yep. But then I'm like usually eating, and then if I'm like trying to eat it. Do like a super healthy buzz yep. for a few weeks. You're then drinking. like, well, <laughs> no, I can't do both. I'm struggling yeah. with both at the same time. Yeah. Um, but in the winter when it's raining every day, mm. there's just what nothing do? to do. Yep, watch there's absolutely nothing to do. Learn about submarines. Yeah, get a hobby. I guess I don't know. Do you have a hobby? Yeah, food. food. Um, I've tried hobbies. I guess across throughout the years. I like have this love hate relationship because I've been trying. I would try to go to the gym and like I got a uh, there's a personal trainer at the gym and I I was like cool I'll do like a lesson or two with him a week yeah. and that'll force me to go and then I'll go other days by myself. I've not gone once when I've not had an appointment with him because there's no reason to <laughs> go. And then he messaged me the other night and I'm like always call it like well I have had sick kids or I forgot the other day and he's like are you coming this week I was like I'm not gonna make up an excuse I actually just don't want to come. <laughs> <laughs> I At least you're just, honest. I was like, do you know what? I actually just want to eat. <laughs> He's like, fair enough. <laughs> He's like, if I could make food like you, I'd probably just eat too. And I was like, I just wish I had some form of motivation to, to like, exercise a yep. bit more or have, like, a healthier hobby or, like, do something else. But there's nothing really pressing yep. me to do that. We should both, me and you, should do like a like a ten k run or something. We should. That'd be we should. Hilarious. That would be hilarious. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I reckon I could like I'd get a, get behind like some sort of challenge or like you need like a that's group what you or need. you need. I just need a pushing. A... I don't really do anything unless I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Except eating. <laughs> but even at work, like I'll just like chill, chill, chill until I'm like, oh, <laughs> better do something. Better do something because no money in the bank. And then I'm like kicking to get action. I'm like, I can actually achieve a lot when I have to. I've had to explain that to a few people in the last couple of weeks. Oh, why? 
that that sometimes Sheree gets in these rampage modes. <laughs> yeah, because there's no money in the bank. I'm like sending a message and I'm like, yeah, Sheree's it, she's on a rampage. Like, yeah. let's just give her two weeks and then we'll tidy up the mess. It's okay. <laughs> I enjoy it because lots of stuff happens. Yeah, but everything there will gets, be a mess to clean up. Years worth of changes done on two weeks. Yeah, most of it is self-inflicted on us though. We've made some we've made some mistakes. Which we have fine. made and, some mistakes. And that's okay. I think we just rushed, we rushed some things. I don't know if it's rushed. I think, um, I think it's, there's lots of stuff other, well, I, I guess saying that it's rushed is one way, but it's like we don't, we can't push pause for long enough to fully evaluate how things are going to play out. So we yeah. just start doing them. We don't yeah. rush them, but and we just we start do, doing them. We have a tendency to want to please everyone. Mm. So... We'll come up with a new product. We'll be like, cool, let's try it out. Make three. You know, what we used to do, and we always had the power to do this, is like make 300, sell them online. Yep. And that's how testing it. And mm. then we pick up anything we need to change or like, we yep. get, you know, we're, it's ages before we're getting printed packaging yep. or yeah. anything like that. And we used to yep. do small runs. So we're only doing getting 100 labels for a jar r- rather than like getting... Being like, okay, this is a good product. We want to release it to the wholesalers because we want to keep them happy. We want them to be able to sell it at the same time as us. We want it to go on supermarkets. We want it to, and then we send the packaging off, and then this bloody gigantic mistake on the front, like nut free on a walnut and cranberry crumble. Yep. Um, and then like, I used to not get frustrated with Cam, but every day, always, everything he did, there'd be email to, for me to check it. But then the email goes to Shay, Amy, you, me. Everyone else. Everyone. So there's five people who are supposed and to check it. And then everyone goes, oh, everyone and else. clearly everyone else has been like, oh, someone else will check, like, like, or I'll probably scan over the blurb or like, and no one, it's no one's like yep. job to. Tick the box. To tick the box. Yep. Um, and then even that pamphlet, like, how did that pamphlet happen? We, we've sent it, and we probably gave out like 500 at a show or something, and it was literally... Oh, no one's messaged wrong, about it, eh? I know, it's like it's, the correct ingredients and then completely wrong someone's instructions. Someone's like copied and pasted the text from a completely different recipe onto the instructions, yep. onto the ingredients of a different recipe, yeah, so it's like, it's drain funny. your pasta. I was like, this is a, this is a soup recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we give them out at all the shows? No, like, no. Oh, right there, absolute <laughs> muppets. Um, but I mean, it shows that we're real people just trying to do stuff. Oh, and we don't get yeah. we don't get shitty about it. Like nah. we don't really we're like nah, not the end of the world. But it is just there's just like constant. The issue is is we're at the size now where mistakes like that are more expensive because we're because trying we've gone and to got do stuff ten thousand printed. Yeah, you know, back back two years ago when we were printing a pamphlet, we might go, oh yeah, let's get five hundred printed and see yeah. how they go. And now it's just like cool, five grand. 5,000. Yeah. 5,000 yeah. pamphlets, go. Yeah. And then there's a mistake. Oh, or I haven't checked the recipes and I'm like, oh, that's not even really appealing. Like, it's time to really, like, think decisions through. And and then obviously there's things you don't really know till you've done them. Done them and looked at them like our Italian stallion, because Italian stallion's so light. Yeah, fluffy. We've got a 100 gram bag, which is quite a big bag. And you have to... <laughs> Bloody hell, you have to like backpack it to get it in there. The packet is exploding at 100 grams. You're getting so much and that's going to look ridiculous on the shelf. And and we ordered the packaging in one massive lot. So we probably got 20,000 of each or something. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Too many. And then new products are all good. I mean, they're all, they're all actually really good. 
And that's the thing, that every day there's a reason to keep the products. Yep. And everyone's coming to me like, oh, why don't we do this? Why don't we do it this way? Why don't we do it this way? I'm like, you, we just can't. Like, we, our turnover is the same, if not less, than last year. Mm. Mm. Yet our wage bill is up a third, mm. up mm. a third, mm. and our expenses are well and truly up. Mm. So that's because we're holding the money in stock, in stock which yeah. is, I guess, what you can say to me, which is I'm like, where is the money? And you're like, here's the money. It's in stock. And it's because we've got an extra, say, 30 SKUs on last year that we're holding ingredients, packaging, yep. and things and, to make. And, yeah. So when we're like, right, how do we move forward? The only option Cut them. is to dial back yeah. to what we do really, really well, focus on that. But I think we still need that room for experimentation, and that's where we just have to do it differently. We, we have to go back to the old school way of we doing have to go back. years ago, where yeah, it was like, exactly. okay, we're going to test it, but we're going to test it with 300 units. It's going to be generic packaging. It's not going to go to wholesalers. We'll test it. We'll make sure it's awesome. And then maybe in six months, we'll actually release it. Yeah, yeah. So we, we need the power to be able to stick a sticker on it and sell out and that's not a bad thing no if we sell out in yeah, this it's market a good thing. it's a good thing yeah because what we've been doing rather than being like oh we'll do 300 we're like oh put it through the machine we end up with 2000 and we'll, that'll be enough for six months yeah and, and i can't go. i can't promote them all at the same time i can really only do recipes or content for one product a day mm. so you can't do everything it's like it's crazy and then there's some that are kind of similar products, but then they are, they all have their own place. Like Dude Ranch, our ranch dip, and then Anya, our onion dip mix, are interchangeable, but they do have a very different flavour. Yep. Like one's a ranch flavour, one's an onion yeah, flavour. But like could Anya you use it? Blues. Could you use it to make a dip? Yes. Could you use it to make a creamy chicken pie? Yes. Could you use it um, in a soup? Yes. I think that's, but I think that's where maybe a lot of our audience aren't as. Um, like creative, uh, maybe like a lot of them are like baking chefs that follow a recipe, a recipe to the letter and they want to know, they want to taste exactly what you're tasting. Mm. They're not happy with, oh, I've got Anya, you use Dude, it'll be close enough. Yeah, no, that is how I cook. But that's also the purpose of Pepper and Me. Yeah. It's not to sell to have for you to have mm. 50 products you're not using in your cupboard yep. the purpose of pepper me is to provide a core range yep. of which you and can create lots of different ways a load of different yeah. products so you're not sitting there with products in the pantry and that's where everyone else gets distracted because they're like this is great like this will sell this will make money and like it's not wrong it's not nothing's wrong none of the products aren't great it's just that's not our purpose yeah and and we need to, like, yeah, stick with our, our purpose. And lots of things, like, I don't know. So meal bags, for example, um, most of the meal bags have a pepperoni seasoning as the flavouring. Yeah. People still want to buy the meal bag because they want the convenience. Mm. Like someone messaged and said, I don't care that I can make it at home. Mm. I want to buy it off you because bag. I want the convenience of, of doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't know, one of the, what's the pasta? One of the, the mac and cheese ones got blow my coals yeah. in it. It's got the pasta in it. It's yep. got some other, other stuff, other like onion, garlic, bit of what, blah, blah, blah. But like, I can give you the recipe to make that at home using your blow my coals. Mm. So you're like, cool. I've got this jar of blow my coals here. Here's just another thing I can do with it. Yeah. If you don't have time to make your meal bags, maybe you just pick an afternoon and you make up fifteen to have sitting bags, in your yeah. 
cupboard. Yeah. You know, so like that just all draws back into that core game of what we do of like providing a season that can have 50,000 uses. Yeah. And that's why we're different from everyone else who is doing a beef rub, a pork rub, a chicken rub, yeah. a seafood salt, like a literal yeah. like beef check rub or... It'll be interesting because I guess we're trying to take a little bit of a different stance there, but but I mean, you look at big companies like Maggi that have been around for how many years? What do they oh, yeah. do? Making a mince chow mein single mince sachet. Mince chow single sachet. Yeah. Taco single yeah. sachet. What's different? They're probably exactly the same. Or no, they are. The, yeah, exactly they are the, the same, same. But they sell. They do sell, mm. but that's, that's, I guess, yeah, why we're better. That's why we're better than them. We don't want to be Maggi, do we? Hey, that, we might be better than them, but will, it, will we survive? <laughs> <laughs> will we get sales? Well... Yeah, I think I'm so. Sure. I think I we think, do, no, because if you can buy something, um, a jar of something, and know that you can make 20 different things mm. with it comfortably, then you're going to be more inclined. But that's that's why, like, HelloFresh and stuff sells, because it takes a thought process out. Yeah, but this is just fascinating, because Ella gave me her HelloFresh last week, yeah. and um, I, I bought it, she accidentally ordered two, yeah. whatever. So I got it for 100 bucks, yeah. and it was for two adults. Yeah. And I was like, perfect, that'll do me and the kids. Mm-hmm. So that works out at $33 for two portions. So $16.50 a portion for an adult um, for like half a chicken breast, a bit of slaw and like something else. potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad, but I could have made that portion or I'm like, I've been doing this new series. I could do that for $2.50 a portion or, or I can give you a recipe to make a meal for well under $5 to feed, to feed someone using our products. Um, so that was quite an interesting learning. It's, it's and the there is you're, you're paying for the convenience of not having you to are, think. Yep. You get a bag, you get like six steps. Yeah. And like. But what are we in now? A recession. So. Yeah. So are people going to stop paying for convenience? Are they going to stop paying for convenience? I would hope that convenience is the first thing they stop paying for. Yeah. Because. Good you're going to save a huge amount of money. Yeah. To give it a little Think bit a more little time, bit and the HelloFresh meals aren't that fast to make. You still got to cook the chicken no, and cook the like vegetables. It's exactly minutes, the yeah. same as the meal you're yep. going to make from the recipes I give you. Yep. And I make them very specific. I try and do one pot or yep. two pots, yep. and if it's not, I'll change it yep. to be one or two Super pots. Yeah. Um, and and I make sure that the ingredients are literally the most accessible ingredients you can. But I like so every once in a while I'll go and find something cool ingredient. But most, you know, most of the time I'm going to the same supermarket as you and being aware of the cost. Um, And I'm trying to like that's that's where I'm steering my content at the moment to try and to try and like be like right through this recession, Pepper Me is going to have your back. Yeah, and a few people have actually said I haven't been factoring the pepper meat into the recipes. Oh, um, in terms of the cost? In terms of the cost, <clears throat> which is fair. But it, if you're using a teaspoon of man rub, it's literally like 20 cents. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start factoring it in because it's actually not going to be not beneficial to us. It'll be more beneficial yep. to be like, yeah, you may as well use that. Yeah. I actually picked up, uh, they had a sale on at Pack and Save the other day. You walk in and they had all the Greg's uh, spice boxes. Oh, yes. And they were two ninety nine. Yeah. Two ninety nine for a mixed herb. Fifteen grams. Or yes, something? yes. Twenty grams in the box. Yeah. I think it was. Um, yeah, 15, 20, 15 20 grams yep. in the box, yep. and I was like, our Italian stallion is actually cheaper by, by than by, yeah the Greg's mixed herbs. And uh, could you buy it in hundred grams? 
because you're buying it in a hundred gram or even a sixty gram. Our bag of sixty gram is what nine dollars. I think it was cheaper. Cheaper, Maybe. eight bucks Maybe. for sixty gram, yeah. and they, theirs was say twenty grams for three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Quick math. Close. Very comparable, it, it, and it ours is. probably is. It is. Yeah. And ours has the sea salt, flake, the onion, and garlic yeah. powder in it yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's not. It's not um, necessarily that we've got this like super expensive. Some of them are the paste. You're going to use a third of the jar, and your jar is twelve bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But that's your meal base. That's that's as well as your spice. That's your ginger, garlic, yeah. lemon, tomato, tomato. oil. Yeah. So yeah. there's all those other things in that three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not an excessive cost. So maybe you know I'll start adding the pepper and meat price on yeah. there. It's um, I was just looking at, at the pepper meat and the oil as pantry as your yeah. pantry staples, yeah. Yeah. and also I couldn't be bothered weighing um, how much I was using <laughs> of the product working it out. Nice. Anyway, okay. Um, can I have your phone to call someone who's used a discount code? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As usual, um, this podcast is sponsored by Pepper and Me. Uh, use the code SHREESUCKS for 10% off your order and go into the draw to win your order refunded back to you when we randomly decide to record and do it. And today's, the last person that's ordered using the discount code was Bree. Was that today? Uh, I think it was yesterday. She get a mystery box. She did and some other stuff because it didn't. Oh, work. Yeah, the discount code didn't work on the mystery box. Oh, didn't it? No. 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 Um, so nice work, Bree. And if you don't answer, we'll leave you a message. Oh, can't even leave you a message. That's weird. That is random. Oh well, Bree, we'll send you an email and refund your order. Um, Shree sucks ten percent off. Um, Thank you. Is that it? Yep, that's we it. Done? Yep, we're done. That's a decent podcast. Thanks for a catch up, catching up everyone. Yeah, sorry that we've been so useless on all of the podcasts. Well, I told Lauren, I was like, I'm not going to bother doing a podcast with you if you're not going to bring something to the table. So <laughs> good to see you bring something to the table today. <laughs> all right, catch you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz.